everybody, what's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag bossly or the people's mentor. And welcome to episode 542 of the show, all about money mindset. I know a lot of you guys are thinking sometimes about money and you're so worried about it. And I think this episode is certainly an episode you should definitely share to people. You can grab the exact link from the episode and send it to whoever you want. Today is August 13th, and on August 15th, the Bossly Inner Circle does launch, so make sure you are ready with notifications turned on on my social media, and make sure if you love this episode of the show on Money Mindset, you screenshot this, you put in your stories, you tag me at I'm Boss Lee, and you also tell a friend. If you feel inclined to do so, make sure you leave a five-star review, and make sure you subscribe wherever you are listening. I love you guys. I appreciate you. I'm super excited for August 15th. I hope you are too, and I hope you love this episode on Money Mindset. I want to start actually with the word shame, which I found really interesting that, that Jen mentioned that because shame runs a lot of your lives and maybe it's not the shame of addiction and maybe it's not the shame of, um, of recovery or the shame of whatever, whatever. Okay. But shame is running most of your lives. And I will say that because I didn't realize this until I had probably made $10 million dollars that shame was running my life. And so that sounds insane, possibly, for some of you to think that. But I know you're doing it. I know you are. And so if you don't know who Brene Brown is, she's just one of those people that has just shifted my entire life. I feel like everything that comes out of her mouth is just wookie for real, uh, is meant for me. <laughs> um, <clears throat> all of her books are good. Daring greatly changed my life. And I'm going to tell you a quick story before I jump into some directive training about money mindsets. So it's interesting that she mentioned that as well. Um, <clears throat> how many of you know my Italy story? Who knows Jesse Lee's Italy story? Some of you do. I told the story again when I was in Vegas the, the, the other day doing a keynote speech for a different, uh, different company. In the back, I was in the front seat of a Rolls Royce. I was coaching to the back seat of the, of the Rolls Royce, okay? So what is Brie talking about in this chat? The nasty parts. No, 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 not the nasty parts, okay? <clears throat> so I'm in, the, I'm in the front seat of this Rolls Royce. I'm telling a story. Um, and I'm talking to specifically these three women. And so I'm going to assume, since our team is mostly female, this is probably going to, it'll smack the men in the face too. But I was living a life where I was making business decisions based off of what I thought other people were going to say, okay? I was coaching you sometimes based off of how I thought you might perceive me. Does anyone relate to this? Like things I wanted to say, I would just bite my tongue, right? Um, I, would, I would show up for friends in a way that was not actually genuine to me. It was because I knew it was what you wanted me, to, or I, I thought, right, you wanted me to show up as. Um, I was at the time, uh, I was in a relationship with a man that was the most ungrateful sack of crap user. I was basically his sugar mama. Um, and I should have broken up with him after three months, but the internet loved him. Okay. So like I would post anything. If I didn't post about him, the internet would say, where is he? If I didn't post about him, the internet would say, go make babies with him. If I didn't post about him, people would say, oh my gosh, where is he? So I would post him because I was like, that's what the internet wants. Is anyone really, maybe you're not relating to that, but how many of you are relating to something in your life? Like you held on to something just too freaking long. Maybe it wasn't a relationship. Maybe it was a business. Maybe it was a friendship. I mean, whatever it was. Okay. I wouldn't even block people. I, I mean, guys, I'm still a work in progress. This past weekend, 
I blocked a lot of people on the internet because I'm like, why haven't I blocked them yet? And I'm telling you, it's because in my mind, I'm like, oh, oh gosh, but what if, you know, because, oh, God, uh, I know they talk ter terribly about me, but like, should I? Yes, I should have blocked them. What is wrong with me? Shame. It's a work in progress. It's shame. Okay. And so I, I finally had this conversation. Do y'all know who Brittany Anderson is? She's a rank eight here on the Empire, okay? She's a very large organization. She's one of the original eight. She's been loyal to me for a very, 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 very long time. Very loyal to this team. And Brittany was about to hit rank eight. How many of you would love to have an organization that sells $500,000 a month in sales? Like how many of you would like the lifestyle of someone like Brittany, the cars and the, and the, and the trips and giving your kids whatever they want and, you know, the bringing the husband home from work and the, the multi, you know, whatever, the, whatever, whatever you see about the lifestyle. Okay. She's got the lifestyle. I, I've seen her money. I know what she makes. Okay. So it's not a bad life being able to invest or join masterminds or elevate yourself or shift into the person you're supposed to be. So she's been loyal to me since day one. And, and I'm, and I'm, I'm if, okay, listen, one thing. I am is a very loyal woman, okay? You mess with my friends, and I just don't know if your life's gonna be the same, okay? Like, don't mess with me. Like, I swear God has a protective layer around me. It's like, if you mess with me, your whole life is about to be ruined. And it's not even because of me. I'm just divinely guided. I don't know what to tell you. He protects me. I can't help it. So don't mess with us, okay? It's not a threat. It's just like a fact, okay? I'm not going to feel shame around saying that because when all the businesses fall apart, it's like, I mean, God told you so. I don't know what to tell you. So I digress. This ex-boyfriend of mine was very, very mad at me. Because Brittany Anderson was about to hit rank eight. It was the end of the month. And she didn't know a sale was dropping. I knew a sale was dropping. I texted her husband. I said, she needs to get in a car. You need to drive her from Arkansas down to Texas. She's not going to know that she's going to hit rank eight, but she's going to hit rank eight. We're going to drop a sale. So Angela Musco, uh, myself, uh, we arranged with Evan and the kids to get Brittany down here. Okay. Sydney was probably involved. I don't know exactly who was involved, but we had a lot of involvement. She thought it was impossible. She gets to my house. She has no idea. She's all, literally already rank eight. We logged her out of her back office. We're all at my house, my big giant house, six bedroom house, huge, right? Evan knows she's hit rank eight. I know she's hit rank eight. And this man who was supposed to be my supporter, but I knew was a sack of crap, has the audacity to come up to me and say, you can't celebrate her tonight. We need to talk. And I said, what? And he says, it's date night. It's a Friday night. We have to go throw axes. like my come to Jesus wake up call that my whole life is being operated 
not based off of what I know I need to do. And it took a level of, I cannot be disloyal to somebody who is that loyal to me that I love that much to like slap me across the face. And I, and Jenny was at my house and I texted Jenny and I said, I, I'm pretty sure I'm single. I think I just broke up with him in the bathroom, but I didn't want to tell Brittany cause I didn't want it to be about me. And so I walked back out like everything was fine. And I read a book. I read a book by Brene Brown, Daring Greatly. And she talks a lot about shame. And I realized in that moment with all this stuff conglomerating together, so much of my life was like that, like maybe so many of you. And maybe it's the addiction, like I said. Or maybe it's the relationships, like I said. Or maybe it's how you handle your money. I don't know what it is, but there is shame running rampant in the way you show up in your business. Some of you don't go live because you have shame around it. Some of you don't do TikToks because somebody said something to you and now you feel shame around it, even though you used to have fun. You used to have fun doing them. And somebody said something and you went, oh, I am doing a network marketing thing, aren't I? Oh God, well, God bless you're doing a network marketing thing. It's the best business model on earth. And it shifted my mind. And I went to Italy a couple weeks later after breaking up with this man child. And I committed to one thing. I committed to saying, yeah, sure, to me. And after a summer in Italy with way too many, way too many details I can't share with you. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so many happy moments of yes, yeah, sure, yes, yeah, sure, yes, yeah, sure, yes, yeah, sure. I mean, jumping off boats, champagne, la la la, la 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 is it's almost like you're too scared to say yes to the things you want to do. Like it still scares you. But every time I ask you if you want to do something, you say, yeah, sure. And I think you had the best summer of your life. And I'm not asking you then to say yes. Like that's everything. Like sometimes confidence comes from little yes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, sure, 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 I'll try that. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll sell some trials. Yeah, sure, I'll, uh, uh, yeah. And you can look back on your entire life being changed because that's literally what happened to me. I've been a completely different person and now if nothing else, I recognize when I am acting in shame. If you can start recognizing when you're doing things that are inauthentic to you, you can start stepping into your power so much more. And so... It's very interesting that Jen said something about being you or she said you need to learn how to love yourself is what she said. I hope you wrote that down because I highlighted something from Brene Brown that I wanted to share today, which is a quote from her new book, which is she said some of my own biggest regrets include failures of kindness, including mostly failures of self-kindness. You guys, perfection is not what we're going for here. Okay? 
those of you that are in recovery, if I know anything about recovery, because I have so many friends that are in recovery, it is a day to 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 day thing. I don't think there's a day you don't think about whatever your vice is. And maybe you've heard me talk about this. I think I talked about it last week. I would be the person who tells you whether it's a substance you're addicted to or not. I think every single one of you is addicted to something. And so if we can start normalizing the fact that we all are crazy about something, we can start to get on board a little bit more with normalizing people who are addicted to substances so we can help them. And that's what this whole entire campaign is about. The idea of no regrets doesn't mean living with courage all the time. It means you live without reflection. And to live without regret is to believe you have nothing to learn. And to make no opportunity to be braver with your lives. Again, I'm not asking you to be perfect. I'm asking you to take opportunities like ketosis for a cause or like trial sales in general, or like this business and start using it as an opportunity to become better and better and better and better. Brene said, I define shame as the intensely painful feeling or experience of believing that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of love and belonging. Something we've experienced, done, or failed to do makes us unworthy of connection. She says, I don't believe shame is helpful or productive. In fact, I think shame is much more likely to be the source of destructive, hurtful behavior than the solution or cure. I think the fear of disconnection can make us dangerous. And I will just tell you, that little quote I just read is everything. Like, watch the replay back or something about this. There's not a single one of you on here with all the mistakes you have made that is so flawed that you are not worthy of love and belonging. The person you were in the past, whether it was something you did with your body you're not proud of, something you've done in relationships you're not proud of, something you've done in regards to maybe lying or stealing or cheating or whatever, illegal or drugs or alcohol or hurting people or whatever, understand that person literally is in your past. And every single day you get to decide to become a better version of yourself. Start to change your language and you can start to change your life. Who you are is not who you were. And thank God for that. (laughs) Thank God for that. Who I was even a year ago is a completely different woman than who I am today. And it's through the growth of things like showing up on calls like this, participating with this team, going to masterminds, learning, growing, reading, developing that will turn you into who you want to become. And so today I really do want to get through this money mindset training. If we can please make sure we are on calls on time because... I'm going to cut it off in 12 minutes no matter where I am in the call because I respect your time. Please let me start the calls on time next week, guys, okay? I would really, 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 really appreciate it, okay? All right, so why should you change your money mindset right now? I know most of you have money mindset issues. It's the reason you show up in your business to a level where you make a couple hundred dollars a month and you know you want to make thousands or you make a couple thousand dollars a month and you know somewhere in there you want to make 10,000, 20,000, 30,000, 100,000, 200,000, 500,000. Like guys, the limit literally doesn't exist. And the reason I've been stuck where I was in my business, the reason I was stuck is because there's a money mindset block that you have to unlock every single time. 
Every single level of you requires a different level of yourself. And it start. I don't know where exactly it starts, but for a lot of you, I know it starts with your money mindset. Most of you never, like, let's be totally honest in the chat, please. How many of you never expected to make a dollar doing this? Because I know this is most of you. This was one of those things for most of you. Okay, I'll try it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then maybe for some of you, it turned into like a couple hundred dollars. Like, whoa, I didn't expect that to happen. So, okay. And then maybe it turned into a, like a thousand. And you're like, I was not, I did, I really, whoa, what is happening? What is happening? I did not think that this was, what is, what is going on? And then it turns into 2000. You're like, whoa. I remember the first time I got a five-figure check and I literally looked at it and I thought, is that going to cash? <laughs> like I thought it was like, I really thought that it was fake. I, that, I mean, I was a child, I was a child. Okay. I'm like 23 at the time, 22. I don't know. I'm like, ah, that is definitely funny money. I had these checks. They used to come these big checks. If you're an old school network marketer, you remember the checks were literally like the size of this notebook. And I'm like, that's funny looking. Okay. Like, I don't think that's real. Okay. My dad, when I built him a position in a different company, he was making $40,000 a month doing like just existing. Cause he's my father. I built him a check. Right. My dad was like, I'm not check. I'm not cashing that. That's, that is definitely drug money. The mafia is involved. I don't like this. I don't like this. Jesse Lee, you're doing something illegal. Okay. And every single level though, you're going to have to unlock. And so for those of you who never expected to make $1,000 or $100 or even a dollar, that's part of the reason why you're not growing, why you show up kind of. I've had a lot of conversations with people lately who are like, why are my new teammates getting on power hour? And then I go to their page and nothing that was told to do on power hour is on their page, but they were sitting on power hour. Does that drive any of you insane? Like anyone who's been on power hours or like You've got teammates on power hours. You don't have to say yes, but like in your mind, you're like, I just want to shake these people. Why won't they just do the freaking tasks? They're sitting on power hour. Do you think they're insane, right? You just want to throat punch them. Why aren't they coachable? Why aren't they leadable? They are not teachable. Well, maybe some of that is true, but I would also say a lot of you are terrified to make money. You're so scared to make money. You're not even actually scared to make the post. They walked you through it. You're not even scared to go live. A lot of you, you just pretend you are. You just know if you go live, you're going to get responses. Uh Oh, and if you get responses, now you gotta make money. Oh my God. It's, it's this dark cloud on a lot of you. Around money, you know network marketing has the lowest cost of entry with the opportunity for the greatest return. How do you know that? Because you have somebody who with all of her businesses makes way, oh, I make some, I've, I've made a million dollars in a day and I don't say it to brag, I say it to say, you know somebody who literally invested $310. That's me. I've turned $310 into all this and baby, I'm just getting started. Do you understand? Do you understand? You're self-sabotaging because somewhere in there you go, well, maybe it's just her. Maybe it's just Jenny. Maybe it's just team Terry. Maybe it's just Courtney. Maybe it's just Bree. Maybe it, no, no. You've got to change your mindset now. 
A lot of you, your whole life, you've struggled with finances. Most of the time, you're probably in debt. How many of you, you saw your parents in debt? That's where I learned it from. That's where I learned, learned the normalcy of being poor was my parents. That's where I learned the normalcy of being really terrible with finances. That's where I learned the normalcy of taking a credit card to pay off another credit card, right? That's where I learned the normalcy of when, hey, don't pick up those phone numbers. Ah, 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 ah. We got caller ID now. We got caller ID now. We don't pick up those numbers. People trying to chase down money. That's where I learned that from, right? And I could blame my parents for sure. I watched my mom bail my physically and mentally and emotionally abusive to all of us by the way stepfather out of jail prison well jail something for seven hundred fifty thousand dollars she emptied her entire retirement only to then almost get killed by him and then divorced him i've seen some crazy things i've seen some crazy things i could blame my parents for everything but I had to start blaming myself for accepting narrow mindsets. Just like you have got to take the blame sometimes for accepting the narrow mindset around money. And yes, there are plenty of people out there who would be very happy with having just enough. Listen, there's people out there struggling. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I'm aware there's people struggling, but why you in a society that has cell phones and Wi-Fi and coaching like this? See, I don't, I, I mean, we've got to change this. When you have this limited belief around money or some of you, it's a limited belief around the abundance of money for you. It is holding many of you back in life. And some of you have this, here's my bare minimum I have to make. And that's just where you keep making it instead of stretching yourself. But paying bills and then not having enough to save or invest or bringing food on the table but never being able to have the pleasure to go out and eat Wagyu, well, that's a shame. That's a shame. Or even not even being able to buy high-quality organic food. You know you're making yourself sick. You know. Some of you are letting, you're, you're making just enough to work hard for your money and struggle, but you haven't made enough money to have the funds to educate yourself to learn new things. And I will tell you, you will be stuck and 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 stuck until you learn how to spend money on educating yourself to learn new things. Some of you make enough money to figure out how to do a maybe a yearly vacation that you basically put on a credit card, right? You're paying like $80 a month for Disney. I'm making up a number amount because I have no idea what Disney costs. And then like, it's just enough, but you have to drive eight hours in the car to stay in like the hotel that's actually in the hood of Disney to then bust yourself into Disney to take the photos, right? Instead of exploring the world. Instead of like, you're, you'll go to Paris and you'll hike for three hours to get a photo of the Eiffel Tower instead of staying in that flipping shrangalangalanga. What I don't even know how to say it. You now I'm talking about that one hotel with the Eiffel Tower. Like, blah, that's where I'll be staying. I'm not staying at no damn hotel where I gotta hike to see the Eiffel Tower. I want the Eiffel Tower blah, 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 right out my window. Thank you. 
I want to be well rested. Some of you got to fly in the back of the plane. Things going like this. What the heck? <laughs> Planes don't look safe in the back. Okay. I mean, they just bumping and grinding. Like I really look at those things like, man, I'm thinking it's going to throw your hip out. Flying back there, like something is not right. And I remember a line somebody said to me one time. This girl said, don't feel bad about never flying first class, Jessie Lee. This is when I was making, I don't know how much money a month. This is 10 years ago. This girl goes, don't ever feel bad about flying first class. First of all, they're all going the same place. Remember that? Second of all, they say, listen, if the plane crashes into a mountain, you're in the back. You survive. <laughs> The crazy stuff broke people say, man. I'm like, I don't think that's gonna, I think we all gonna die if we run into a mountain, but whatever. Here's my point though. It's not, I know the plane's going to the same place. I'm just saying if I'm doing this in the back of the plane with my legs cramped up like this, I'm not sleeping. I'm not flying to Italy in the back of a plane being thrown around. I'm sleeping in my bed in first class. And they can serve me some flipping chocolate truffles. Give me some champagne. There's planes these days where you got shampoo. You can literally shower on Emirates. Okay? It's just different. It's just different. I don't want y'all just surviving. I want you experiencing life. Because you see, having enough money is, okay, great, enough to survive. But you are not living your life to the fullest if you have to check every single time you do something. And I know it takes time. I didn't stop. I did. I, I will be very honest with you. I think I made my first million dollars and my first million dollar year, I guess was 2016 or 17. I've been making money for a long time. It probably wasn't until last year, if we're being totally honest, that I completely stopped looking at what stuff on the menu cost. Cause I still look a little bit like, do we really need a $15 wedge salad? Okay. <clears throat> Let's, do <coughs> Let's do it. Okay. Like, I still was doing that. Yeah, man. I, I mean, yeah. I still do like CVS coupons, though. I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah. I, I stopped ordering the, the city water. I started ordering the bottled water, you know. But look, you're going to be unhappy and in search of something until your money mindset changes. And I'm not just talking about things. Okay. I've changed my mindset around money and I know you can too, right? You're not born with a bad money mindset. You were taught it just like you can learn and train a healthy mindset. So number one, forget what people told you as a child about money, okay? That belief system, forget about it. You've been taught an entirely wrong message. Your parents, we talked about this like last week or two weeks ago, money doesn't grow on trees. Yeah, 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 whatever, Okay? And it does grow on trees, by the way. It's made out of paper. <laughs> That's not the point, though. I think people say this because they don't understand the damage your words use. If you have kids, please stop repeating the same mistakes that your parents made with you. Be the person who stops the generational curses. Erase these negative beliefs you've had around money as a child. Okay? I don't care who said it, whether it was a, 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 a teacher, a friend, a, na a neighbor, a parent, or whatever. Stop it. Okay? So, second, forget about your past. It's not only what others told you about your money, but it's also what belief system you've created yourself. Okay? So for example, have any of you ever failed in network marketing? Or a business? Any kind of business? 
So in your mind, have you had something in your mind around this business right now where you're like, I've had a business that failed. I lost a lot of money. It's going to take me a long time. It took me a long time to get out of debt, blah, blah, blah. You start living that reality. Like, I don't know if I can make money on the empire. I don't know if I can recruit. I don't know if I can sell because I never was able to do it there before. Stop. Stop. Don't, you can create a new reality. Not everybody who starts a new business fails. You would have never, you know, some of these six, we have a lot of six figure earners on this team. These people would never have made six figures. Never. If they had said to themselves, oh, I failed before. I was, you know, you've got multiple six figure earners a year on here. Well, I'm, I'm just a sex worker. That's all I do. Oh, I'm just an addict. That's who I am. All I do is accrue debt. Oh, I'm, ju I'm just, you know, I, I have bad spending habits. It's just who I am. It's what I do. No. Instead, here's what you need to do. Concentrate on people that have actually had success in their business and have made a lot of money. Because there are a lot. Sitting on this call, there are a lot. So no matter where you come from, or what happened to you in your past, it does not define your current situation, certainly not your current situation around money. Because here's the thing, quote from Bill Gates, he said, it is not your fault if you were born poor, but it is your fault if you die poor. You don't need to come from a wealthy family to be somebody who makes wealth. Every single one of you has something in you or you wouldn't be in a business where you know it's in you to make money. It's almost like you need to delete that that, that button, like hit the delete button. Those past money problems are in the past. Leave them in the past. Your old story is not your new story. Make a new story. So next, write this down. Change your money story. Okay, so you filed for bankruptcy 10 years ago, five years ago, three years ago, two years ago. Okay, so you had credit card debt that's ridiculous. Okay, so you, you made really stupid financial decisions. Okay, so you had to make a, a car broken, you never expected, whatever. Okay, stop. Change your feelings around it. I know a lot of you have debt or I know a lot of you right now are in a problematic situation, financially speaking. Change your feelings around it now. Are y'all listening to this? Are y'all gonna have to watch the replay? I think you might. It is very, very hard to attract wealth and abundance when you're in a state of lack. When everything around you is, oh, it's a struggle. Oh, money's hard. Oh, only certain people make money. Oh, this, oh, that. No, St if you're, I'm broke right now, I'm broke right now, I'm broke right now. Do you know who's literally going to stay broke? I can promise you it's you. Money comes hard to me. This is, I have all this and I'm paying off this. Great. Even if I were paying off a million dollars in debt, which I'm not, but even if I were, I would not be talking about it. I would be tricking my mind every day into a state of abundance. Because I know a bunch of you are in debt and I know a bunch of you are struggling and I know a bunch of you are trying to pay for stuff and I know a bunch of you are trying to figure out this event, that event, this, whatever. I know for some of you, the money comes in from the trials and you you're gonna donate it to Shatterproof, but you're holding on to that thing like, dang on. Oh, $7 could go towards fill in the blank. I know you're doing that. <coughs> gotta start tricking yourself into a state of abundance. I'm not telling you to be stupid. 
This is not Jesse Lee saying, go open a credit card and, and, and support a luxury lifestyle and fake it like a crazy person when you got starving kids at home. No. No. But I will tell you, some of you, I'm going to say something to you. It doesn't apply to everybody, but I'm trying to give it a training for everyone. Some of you are not in debt. And some of you are making money doing this. And some of you are holding money in your bank accounts like money is so hard for you to make. And your behavior is telling me what your mindset is around it like crazy. Some of you got 20 grand sitting in a bank account. Some of you got 200 grand sitting in a bank account. Some of you got 500 grand sitting in a bank account. What are you doing? Aside from losing a bunch of money because of inflation. What are you doing? If you have no, if you have no extra bills to pay, nothing extra to take care of, no starving children, no whatever, your money mindset right now is literally telling whatever you want to believe in, God, the universe, what I, whatever you believe in, I don't need anything more. I don't need anything more. And I will tell you, there's literally people with net worths of billions of dollars who empty their bank accounts at the end of every single month in investments. They're not buying dumb stuff. But also on luxury trips or the fancy first class flights or the freaking crazy bougie shoes or Rolexes or whatever. And I will tell you, every time I have spent a lot of money, it is like money comes out of my ears. This is going to sound nuts. I don't even want to watch your faces when I say it, but I'm going to say it. Friend of mine, three weeks ago, goes, Jesse Lee, I need a million dollars. I know you have it. <clears throat> I said, okay. Write me a promissory note, and I'll give you a hard money loan. I expected to make 20% on the million, aka $200,000, uh, in a month. Okay, I love hard money loans. It's one of my favorite ways to, to make money. Okay. And uh, so he writes me this awesome promissory note. I would have, uh, it was great. I almost wish he defaulted on his million dollar loan, but it's okay. <laughs> he didn't. Um, four days later, he goes, hey, my investment that I used your money with as the loan, I was the bank of Jesse Lee in that case. Uh, I'm already ready to pay you back. Can I give you the uh, 1.2 million right now? Like, deploy the money. Take the trips. That's, and that's like, that's not even that much. I know it's a lot of money, but that's not even that much money. My point is, you are holding on to this money like, maybe if I just stare at it long enough, it'll just, it'll, it'll grow roots and it'll, it'll blossom into a little flower in my bank account. No, it's not. No, it's not. Get rid of that. Change your mindset. It's great. Like how many of you, when you're feeling good, you're like in, you're, you, go in your, you go in your closet, you put your hand in a coat and there's like a $20 bill. What the hell? Right? What the hell? I don't care what your business is doing today because I know your situation can change like that in a business like this. Like that. The amount of pro champs who messaged me 
their checks because our pool shares updated and showed me what they're making in one month. I don't, I don't care for those of you who don't believe me right now because the freaking pro champs are sitting on here right now like, she's not lying. Some of them, many of them, I've had conversations with around money who have told me in the past, oh my gosh, money's difficult, I'm stressed out, I'm trying to pay for this, I'm trying to pay for that, la 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 la. Your situation can change like this with money. So living in the past, like that's the person you still are, why do you think I started the conversation about shame, is not a good idea. It is not a good idea to think you're the same person over here if you've been in this business for even two months. You're a completely different person. Let the situations change around money. Next, some of you got to learn how to, how, to, how to talk as if. Write that down. When you feel confident with the third thing I said, point four, start acting as if. I'm not saying lie to people. Right? I'm not being like, my money situation is amazing. Okay? Like, don't be a freaking liar. But you can say something like, hey, my money situation's great. I am now working on my money mindset. And by the end of the week, the month, the year, three years, five years, whatever, I will make X amount. I held up the goal sheet from however many years, 11 years ago on this call a couple weeks ago. It's still somewhere nearby. I said I was going to make $150,000 a year in five years when I was making $27,000 a year. I was actively trying to shift my money mindset. And so I don't think that's a bad thing for faking it till you make it when it's around your mindset. Right? I say things all... How many, how many of you have heard me talk about goals of mine? Like around um, anything, really. A lot of you have. I say things like, oh, yeah, I will always have a home in Texas, uh, but I also will have property in, uh, uh, in luxury properties. Luxury properties in Italy, probably Spain, uh, definitely in Vegas, have to have a place in Vegas. I've been talking about Florida a lot. Mexico would be great because we travel there so much. Uh, and I talk about these places. And when I started talking about those places years ago, years ago, this is nowhere any, this didn't exist. It was a ridiculous goal. It didn't have financial resources for it. But I don't know if you know that I own part of a hotel in Mexico right now. I don't know if you know that I own part of a condominium, gigantic, huge building in Henderson, Nevada, and I own a property there. I don't know if you know that uh, there's talks literally right now of me in an Italian villa. Cannot freaking wait. Okay? I don't know if you know that I've been talking about Florida and talking to real estate people literally today. I don't know if you know that I happen to take a walk today. Today, I cut off my conversation to be on this call on time that y'all relate to. Still love you, though. There's a freaking investor right here. He's the, he's the building developer of all, almost all of Frisco, Texas. I didn't know. He stopped me. He's like, you're the girl with the Lamborghini. I said, yes. He goes, are you an investor? Absolutely. Hey, we're building luxury townhomes right here starting at a million dollars. I said, yes, I'm interested, but I'm also interested on the equity side. Please send me a deck. Had a conversation with him. Talked about Ramadan. La, la, la. Relationship, relationship. Boom. I spoke all of these things. You get it? What are your dreams? Why are you actually doing this business? I gave this coaching to Kristen Morris the other day. I'm like, why are you doing this? It's why you're stuck. You're stuck making good money, but you're stuck making just good money because you don't even know why you're still doing this. Because all your dreams that were very clear to you are already true. I love Kristen Morris, for those of you who don't know. 
She's just got so freaking much more in her. But so do you. So do you. So what is the next step? Are you holding on to money, some of you, that you need to start investing? Next, vision board. I already mentioned visualization is a very powerful tool. But if you don't already have a vision board on, I don't care if it's Pinterest, I don't care if it's on your wall, I don't care if it's on whatever, you better start doing that. And I would absolutely add the amount of money you want to freaking earn on that. There's nothing wrong with it. Why does Jenny want to make a million dollars? It's not about the million dollars. It's about what a million dollars allows you to do. Just telling you. Promise you. You got to change the money mindset. Next. I got to go fast because I'm way over. I told you I was going to stop at eight, but I'm like really liking this. And y'all are like into this. And you look like you're crying and happy and sad and joyful all at the same time. A lot of emotions going on in this call. I keep scrolling through your faces and you look overwhelmed. But I think that's good. Okay. What is your gratitude around money? Money. I know y'all say, thank you, God, for the breath of my lungs. Thank you, God, for the sun in the sky. Thank you, God, for my health. Thank you, God, for whatever you're thanking God for or thanking the universe for. Have you ever thought about writing down the gratitude around money? The little things in your life you're grateful for. The, the big visions you're grateful for being able to see. Look, it changes your whole mindset. Your filter in your mind will start to be set for things you are grateful for so you can start attracting more of these things in your life. And when you start doing the little steps, you better start paying attention. Like, I'm grateful for the ability to buy freaking $100 hair oil, right? I'm grateful for the ability to, to pay for multiple iPhones, right? I'm grateful for the ability to have multiple cars. I'm grateful for the ability... Like, you don't even think about it because most of you think, oh, this is not an extra. This is just a normal expense. One. Next. I mean, some of you, this one's going to hit you. I don't mean to be rude. Some of you buy the dumbest crap. <laughs> Y'all got, so I love my friends. You got more crap. Oh my God, if I see another, fr how many color Starbucks cups do you need? Okay, like I would love to know how many $30 cups y'all need. And you wonder why you can't give $22 to Shatterproof because it's sitting in your cupboard. They're cute. I really like that green one, but I'm just saying. Like, and maybe that's your one thing, okay? If it's your one thing, great. But can it not be, can your one thing not be everything? <laughs> okay, like instead of, so if you like the cups, okay, make it the cups. But I don't want to go to your house and see the cups and the makeup and the jewelry and the perfumes and the hair ties and the cell phones and the notebooks. I just love notebooks. I just love them. I just can't help myself with these pretty pens. Why do you need 634 Sharpies? Huh? Like, do you have to have 19 diffusers going on? Do you need to have multiples of every single essential oil? Like, did you really, like, do your dogs need nine leashes and 17 bow ties? Like, I just, I don't, just pick one. Pick one. Okay. Okay. Don't you come for my shoes. Listen, I'm allowed to have my thing. Okay? Look, we do this, though. We end up having, here's the thing. 
if the swan, if it's a thing that brings you a ton of joy, fine. Fine. But a lot of you spend money to impress people you don't even like. You try to fit in. This goes back to shame. You're buying stuff you don't even like to impress people you don't even care for. Why? And then you live in like this cluttered home that's like chaotic. And I've done it. I bought this ugly pair of Louis Vuitton shoes when I was in Dubai. I sold them because I bought them because everybody in Prove It was buying. They're like the classic ugly brown. Like they're just really ugly. Okay. I can't even show them to you because they're sold. They were so ugly, but everybody was buying them. And I'm like, okay, I know I'm only buying 17 or I'm only making $17,000 this month. It's like my first month in business, but like everybody is buying something in Dubai. So I'm going to buy something in Dubai. They're so ugly. Who was I trying to impress? Right? And I'm not telling you to be super minimalists or whatever, but minim- the little bit of minimalism that I'm talking about will free up your mind. And then you can spend the money on the dress that you're obsessed with or the shoes that you're like, oh, I have to have those. Right? Or the perfectly fitting whatever. And if you need somewhere to start, get rid of the stuff you don't use. One of the best accidental blessings of my house flooding was that I had to get four storage units. And that stuff has been in those storage units now for an entire year. Do you know how, I mean, before I said, no, 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 I want all this. No, 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 I want all this. No, 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 I'm going to use all this. No, no, no. I, I, what the hell? What the hell? We took out the Empire U stuff. There's a couple things here and there. I'm like, I want those knives. I want that. I did get the knives. I want those knives. I want those. That's pretty much it. I think knives and perfume. Where's my perfume stuff? My perfumes. Like I have really good perfumes. I don't know where they are. Aside from that, man, I've been telling everybody, sell it all. I don't even remember what's in there. They're sending me photos of stuff. I'm like, I don't even know what that is. I'm not selling my Cutco knives. That is a $4,000 knife block. Get the hell out of here. I cut like two pieces of steak with it and then the house flooded. No, I'm not getting rid of those, okay? The stuff you do not use, write it down. Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, eBay, Amazon. I don't really care. Sell it. Next, write it down. Start to love money. Now, not in the crazy, like, I'm obsessed with money kind of way. All right, look. You cannot build a positive mindset around money if you have a bunch of negative feelings towards it. Being wealthy is a good thing. Money is not the root of all evil. It's evil people using money for evil. That will give you a negative effect. But that has nothing to do with the money itself. I want you to think of people like if anyone's in Eric Worre's Accelerator, he had Sir Richard Branson on a couple months ago. The amount of money that billionaire gives and gives and gives and gives and gives and gives because he's a billionaire and he can. Guys, you don't need to feel guilty for wanting more. And if it makes you feel guilty and uncomfortable knowing that in this business you could cash a check easily for $100,000 a month, then I want you to plan where that $100,000 a month is going. 
doesn't have to be for you. Like Megan George just said, it could be for paying for other women's IVF. It could be for building houses. It could be for you being the one who gets to match Shatterproof. It could be for you donating to St. Jude's. It could be for you opening a sober house. Yeah. Doesn't that just make you want to make a little bit more money? Like some of you, like, like the, the amount I get to give. Like I didn't even care that $20,000 got like stolen out of my house. Except for that was my money that I would take the money. It's like all 20s and 100s. And I would put it in my purse. And then every time I drive, there's a lot of homeless people in Dallas. If you don't know this, I drive and all I do is I reach my purse and I don't even care what I grab, but I grab the dollar bill. And no matter what the dollar bill is that I give, whether it's a hundred or 50 or 20, it's never really less than that. I give it to the homeless person and I drive off. So now I'm mad that like, I don't know where that is. That's just how I am. So I don't feel guilty for making millions of dollars because I know that the more I give, the more I receive. I val- we valeted a car in Vegas the other day and I was with a bunch of Canadians who had no US money and they can't do cash app or Venmo. I said, oh, okay, do you, but do you cash app or Venmo? They said, yeah, no problem. I said, cool. And they, long story short, they weren't allowed to valet, but like <laughs> they said money talks. So all I did was I was like, okay, whatever. I have cash app. I take out the cash app. I sent the guy hundred dollars. We're walking into the restaurant. They said, Hey, what did you give the guy so we can pay you back? I said, Oh, I gave him a hundred bucks. Like you would have thought I said, what is a hundred dollars? Who cares? I guarantee from the time you, I gave that money and you just reacted, I made way more than every step I took. I made a hundred dollars. Money comes very freely to me because I give it. I do not care. And their faces were like, and these are some of the best salespeople in the world. Some of these, these were world-class sales trainers. Couldn't even believe it. Oh yeah. In Nashville, I paid a hundred dollars for one song. Yeah, it's true. I did that too. Oopsies. Okay. Whatever. Give, give it to charity. Start your own charity. I don't really care. If you're not religious, that's fine. But if you are tithing, I'm down with it, man. I'm very down with it. I'm very excited about the money that I got to give to my home church for Easter flowers for Nana. Very excited about it. All right, almost done. Here we go. Be more confident. Women, especially, I'm talking to you. Most of you wildly underestimate what you are worth. It is the worst thing you can do when it comes to your money mindset. You all have value to offer, and that's what you need to concentrate on. Whatever this is for your business, trust me. Maybe you feel like you're, you're not confident with money because you're a stay-at-home mom. Price out the amount of actual skill sets that you do and what they're worth. I don't cook. What's a chef cost? <laughs> They're expensive, man. I don't clean. I can tell you what it, what it costs on a daily if I had a maid running up around up in here. I'm pricing this stuff out. I don't even know how to fold a fitted sheet. That's because there's some, I don't know how to do all that. I saw Tanya up in here doing what I, out there. Yeah, what's a chauffeur cost? Do you know how much a car service costs? And not even Uber. Uber could be dangerous. You got to get like the black car, you know, door to door service, get your kids in safely. 
You're on snack duty. That's like extra chef time. Dishes. What the hell? Uh, what what is going on? Cleaning tubs and all kinds of stuff. Handling whole husbands and whole wives. What are you? Come on now. It's a lot of money. Write it down. You'll soon realize you are worth a lot. And you deserve to have that money. And you deserve to treat yourself. All right? Set huge goals. Write it down. I already told you how, but I want big goals. Big goals. Big dreams. Specific. Specific. You can make millions only working a few hours a day. Not right now. Eventually. Trust me. I make millions of dollars as I sleep. I hope you understand that. Literally. Okay? You can live your dream life. You can travel the world. You can help so many others. But you have to think bigger. You've got to get out of this. You've got to shift from scarcity to abundance. And when you do that, you really start to attract money. I promise you. But too many of you are so focused on what is somebody going to think about me if I do X, Y, Z. What will somebody think of me if I go live? What will they, how will they look at me if I make $10,000 this month, $5,000 this month, $50,000 this month? Why do you care? Why do you care what they think of you when you're able to live a life that you actually want? Sorry, Kumba's really excited. When you get to live a life that you actually want. A lot of you are operating from that place where you genuinely care what other people think. That shame is clouding your judgment around money. It's clouding your judgment around your business. Kumba, why are you so freaking happy? So look, no more guilt. No more shame. No more feeling like you have to do things a certain way because somebody from your past told you things had to be done a certain way. And I want you guys to get way more excited about the actual abundance that this business can cause. Because if I was able to start with $310 and change my money mindset so it turned into all of this, just do, I just gave a whole training on how you let that stuff go. Go through the 10, 15, whatever it was, steps. Do all of that every day. Every day, you've got to erase the past and move forward. You just don't have specific goals and you don't have goals that are exciting you and you're not aligned enough or you would be moving forward in that. And so I'm really excited about Ketosis for a Cause. I'm really excited for us to show up as a more genuine version of ourselves because the more genuine and authentic that you are in your business, I promise you, you will attract so many more people that also want to do business with you. When we move forward together, we are always stronger. And so that is really what Ketosis for a Cause is showing. I know you guys see it. For those of you who stayed on, uh, thank you. Let's please start this call on time next week.